0: Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxie and debuting on the show, I've got comedian and actor William Gennario. How you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Donovan. Thank you for having me. appreciate
0: you. All right. All right. Where are you from, brother? Just in case our listeners want to know.
1: Uh, I am from Bronx, New York. That's uh, the Bronx section of New York City.
0: Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Bronx. Eh? Yeah.
1: The ex in the house. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're not going to come after me, are you? No, of course <laughs> not, man. I, you know, I, I just, I know, I know a guy. Don't worry about it. All right, I'm right. <laughs> You know, I had to throw that joke out of there because nah, when, you nah, know, I see you they know they when Canadians, scared. you know when Canadians hear the Bronx, you know they get scared. <laughs> uh, I love it. I actually want to go. I'm actually, I actually want to go visit
1: you guys up there one day, man. I do want to take a crack at Toronto for sure.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so let us know how did it start. How did it all start? Where you wanted to be a comedian and an oh, actor.
1: Okay, so officially I know we didn't get to cover this officially my first introduction to comedy other than I love Lucy watching I love Lucy with my mom when I was a kid was actually um I had stayed with my aunt for a little while and she had VHS's of Eddie Murphy's stand-up and the first introduction to doing comedy where I was like oh my god I want to do this was me reenacting Eddie Murphy's bits from Raw as a kid in the mirror. I mean, that would be my first introduction as a kid wanting to be an actor or comedian. I'm sorry, Donovan.
0: Yeah, no worries. What do you think of Eddie Murphy's stand-ups? Well, yeah. I mean, he was yeah, he was definitely the goat for that that time. I mean, obviously, we know, you know, a lot of
1: a lot of things that was, you know, said back then, obviously you know, those, those times are different. But you know, he was definitely one of the an idol for me, you know, when he did uh he was doing, um, coming to America and playing all these different roles in a movie. And, you know, between him was Robin Williams and, you know, all these guys, especially like SNL was a big part of my upbringing and, and um, in Living Color. Like I grew up in the 90s, so I'm an 86 baby. I grew up in the 90s. I grew up, I feel like um, a very culturalized decade. You know, I believe the 90s was, you know, I don't want to sound old school, but I feel like it's the end of the, Mo- you know, last the Mohicans, you know what I'm saying? For Right. Right,
0: right, right. Brother, can you really shut up? You're
1: 1986? 1986. 1986, bro. 90,
0: 1986. The last time the New York Mets won
1: the World Series. So I'm an 86, baby. I'm an
0: 86, baby, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. What I month? I no I liked you. No, I, I'm I'm not, liked you. I am not lying to you.
1: What month? I'm November 7th. My birthday was yesterday. Oh,
0: well, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> See, listeners, you don't know who you're going to get, right? i am telling you, brother. You're on a roll, man. I like you already. I'm March 15th, so I'm your what? older oh, brother, your okay? okay? I'm your okay, older yeah, brother, about... okay? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So then we we love Daddy Murphy. Did we also like Richard Pryor? Oh, to for some sure, of... Richard. Okay.
1: Yeah, Paul Mooney, Richard Pryor, you know, those are the guys I grew up with, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, um, you know, um, yeah, those are those are those are pretty much my guys, man. George Carlin. I used to love George Carlin, uh, Martin Lawrence, you know, you know, the the, the the and the entire way is family, you know, I used to love. Um I got family that's important in projects on Ninth and Seventeenth Street in Chelsea and that's where the wayne brothers are from so i used to see them eating at Carilla restaurant it was a dominican restaurant on Ninth avenue so i just felt like you know the universe was always surrounding me and 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 putting me in that direction you know unfortunately you're not unfortunately i had a I had a, I had my daughter at 21 years old so i had to be the responsible young parent for a couple of years and put a lot of like my acting and my my um my things to the side for a little while. Um, And then it wasn't until 2016 that I just, you know, I was actually in construction making great money, but I wasn't happy, you know, I wasn't happy at all. And, and, you know, so when 2017 came, I had, you know, I was, you know, I was down in the roughs and, and stuff like that. And I had a friend of mine, you know, she had asked me, you know, what is it that you what are your ambitions? What is it that you want to do in life? And I was like, Yeah, I want to be an actor, man, and comedian. I want to be a, a working actor, comedian. And and, you know, that's my dream. I love people. And she was like, get out of here. And I was like, Yeah. She was like, You're an actor? I was like, Yeah, I mean, I was the theater in school and stuff like that. And this is what I do. So she was like, Do something for me right now. And I said, What do you want me to do? She was like, die in front of me right now, doing overdose. <laughs> and I, I, Donovan, I did it in front of this girl She started crying before you knew it She was online looking for all these uh, talent agencies And stuff like that And then, you know, it, it's, it's been, you know I started out doing background work, extra work And then from there, networking with people I got hooked up with a guy named Frank Fernandez uh, He was with NBC for about 29 years So he's been my mentor and guiding me in, in a lot of places, him and I see North uh, Which he's like doing modeling now But I've been fortunate enough to Go after my dream and, and just been connecting with some really beautiful people. Never mind myself, it's the people that I'm meeting out there. It's, you know, life is really beautiful, man. Artists such as artists, touch yourself doing what you do, you know, and, and look, I get to meet you, you know, and, and talk to you. And, and this journey is just amazing, bro.
0: Right. I I wouldn't want to do anything else. you know. Right, right. The journey is amazing. Now, we you were just had mentioned earlier, there's stuff in comedy we can't say today. Did you want to talk about that with our listeners? Because you know the comedy world today. If you say one thing about the LGBTQIA plus two community, you're canceled. If you say is a that, race a, joke, you're is, canceled. Is is that the extension now? That's the whole thing now. Well, I think it is, because these <laughs> days people can't have to be so you have to God walk on eggshells. Oh, you're putting me in a you're putting me in a hole. No, I
1: mean, you know what? I love everybody. Um, I have plenty of gay friends, people of, from the transgender community, people who are Jewish, black, white, you know, of all Asians, you know. I do Asian jokes, you know. I've done an Asian joke on stage where I was talking about a, a girlfriend I was dating and how she was um uh she was from Jersey, she was Asian and you know that like she was very controlling. She wouldn't let me drive, and then I would tell people like, since they didn't understand it, said, "Let me rewind that back." She wants to drive everywhere we go. She's Asian and she's from Jersey. I said, "Those are three categories of a person you don't want behind the wheel." And you know, people get it, you know, and, and you know, and it'll, it'll it'll be a hit and miss, but most of the time, even if you do it in front of an Asian person, they'll laugh because the stereotype is okay, Asians don't know how to drive, and neither do Jersey drivers and women. So it's like, oh, that's three categories of a person doesn't know how to drive, you know. It could be a hit or miss depending on how somebody, you know, takes it. I personally do not get offended. I actually like hearing when I hear a Puerto Rican joke or Hispanic joke. I laugh. No matter even if it's stereotypical, you know, I uh, comedy for me is I don't really want it to be so watered down or changed. I want it to because... What comedians do is brings real world, it brings out real world issues and puts it in your face. And even if it's comical, it's 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 still putting it in your in your head. It's that bug in your head that says, okay, hold on, that's a real issue. You know, um, that's another thing why I like Dave Chappelle, the way he does things. You know, he's a genius to me. He's another one of my favorites. But I like the way he's a, con- you know, he, com- he has a conversation with the crowd. Before he hits you with a punchline, he kind of hits you with some facts and some things and things to think about, thought-provoking. So, I mean, for the, the comedy world, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to see, you know, obviously you don't want to punch down on people. I I totally get that. You don't, you know, but at the same time, we just... I feel like we can all come together, have some thick skin, laugh at ourselves
0: and laugh at others, you know? Mm -hmm. We can tell an LGBTQ joke. We can say, hey, girl, right? I don't care about. It. I mean, yeah. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Like, I got family
1: members, you know. Like, and I, and I mess with them all the time, man. You know, it's, it's that. You know, we always mess around with each other. My my guy, my guy friends are always sending me gay memes and stuff like that. We're always playing around with each other. It's not a big deal, you know. Like, I've done a joke about, you know, how guys are getting turned down nowadays, and you know, stuff like that about boudets shooting up, you know. So, I mean,
0: <laughs> you already know where I'm going with that. I know. but it's not enough let's say somebody says you know what cancel william i'm offended oh that would suck
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm not you know yeah i would not i would not look forward to that um you know i i think that now with like i've um i've learned to i've learned to one calm down you know because usually i'm like on, on 100, I've learned to like chill out and c- not censor myself, but know, like, hold on, boom. How do I want to do this joke? How do I want to laugh about this? You know, and try to think about the other person's feelings, because I definitely do not want to sit here and, and, and make anybody feel inadequate, you know, or, you know, or, you know, just not a, a, a human being. We're all human beings, you know, but, um, you know, yeah, I'm, you know, it, it, we're living in a world where you got to tread waters, you know, but, you know, be yourself, be
0: genuine You know, and I feel like, you know, the way I am, people will see that I'm
1: just being genuine and I mean no harm. And, you know, I love everybody, you know.
0: Right. But we can't please everyone. And you don't cancel somebody because you don't like, you know, the joke he said.
1: You know, I'm not with the whole, you know, it's becoming like a political thing. And it's like, you know, boom. you know, they're digging Back, excuse my language, they're digging stuff back for um well, you know, people are getting things that are like 20 years old or 10 years old and stuff like that. And you know, we are all people, we're all progressing and we're all moving forward. And I'm sure even the ones that are offended have their time behind closed doors where they're saying things that if somebody else heard would be offended. So it's like, you know, come on, guys, you know, you know, if you don't like to hear a certain person, a certain comedian, then you don't click on their face mm-hmm. on any streaming network or you change the channel, and that's it, man. Let's yeah. live in a world where everybody can be themselves and nobody has to you know you know mold or alter themselves or, or be the fake version of themselves i, I want to see every been, everybody be as genuine as possible and cast a culture you know take just a couple notches down, you know?
0: Right, right, right. Or don't go to their show. If you're at their show, walk away and just say, you know what? Not doing it again.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, you know what? I don't, I didn't like this.
0: You know, Mm -hmm. this didn't, this, this didn't work for me. Maybe another
1: comedian works for you. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, just like I said, change the channel. Don't click on the person's face on whatever streaming network you're using. You know, that's just, you know.
0: Right, right. And if none work for you, then you got to know the problem is you, right? It's yourself, yeah. A hundred percent, man. It's time to look in
1: the mirror, all right? Put some Michael Jackson and look at yourself in the mirror real quick and try to figure yourself out.
0: <laughs> all right, so let's switch over to the acting because listeners are kind of still confused. Comedy and acting, can they marry each other and meet? Well, yeah. I mean, you you can look at like people like, one
1: of my favorites, man, is Robin Williams. I mean, remember how he started off, man. He was just it was like, he was like all over the place, calm, like one of the greatest comedians on this earth has ever seen. And then you saw him in in, in movies, um, Goodwill Hunting and stuff like that. And and you saw him transition. You know, it's, you know, being an actor, being a comedian is different, but all in the same. We're you're still an artist. You're you're still tapping into emotions. I mean when I go on stage and do comedy, you know, there there are certain characters that come out in that. Now the characters, the characters are a form of acting, you know, and for me, I, like I tell you before, I love people. I love to entertain people. I love to, to have a react. At least I love to get reactions out of people. So whether it's comedy or acting, I love to do it. Um, so it's different, but it's all the same. You know, it's, it's this it's a, it's a, it's a song and dance, man. You're just navigating through this world and trying to see where you fit and what piece you fit in, what project you fit in. And you know, that, that's where I, you know, I think they marry each other and just in different form, you know, in different forms, you know what I'm saying? You know,
0: Mm-hmm. Now let's hear some of your acting projects because you did do a serious movie uh, about a Turkish woman. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. So I did a film that's directed by Taban. She's um
1: she's Afghan. She's from Afghanistan. She's a director. She's amazing. So the film is called Naranji. That's N A R A N G I, and it's about an Af- It 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 was based on on true events about an Afghan a young lady who went to Turkey and I guess she was there to work or whatever. And she runs into a girl that's a girlfriend of the restaurant owner and they conspire together to get her drunk and for him to try to take advantage of her forcibly. So for the first time I played the antagonist, I was the Turkish restaurant owner and you know, it was, um, it was, it was challenging. You know, when this director approached me, I had just did, uh, Uh, a pilot pitch bare minimum for a, Netflix pitch. And I, I had she just watched me do comedy for 12 hours. And she approaches me and she's like, Hey, look, I got this project that I'm doing. It's a short film, but I want to turn it into a feature. I feel like you can do it. Are you Turkish? And I'm like, Turkish have <laughs> No, I'm Puerto Rican. And she's like, You're not Turkish. I said, No. She said, Can you speak Turkey? I was like, Well, no. If you give me 30 days and a script, then I can do my best. But fortunately for me, I just had to do an accent and I did three overnights. Uh a shooting these this role and and it, it was very challenging. It was different. Um it took me an hour to get into the character, but it was just very triumphant a uh, triumph to it to challenge myself to get into a role like that and then snap out of it and remember who the hell I am. Um that was beautiful, man. And I look forward to more projects like that.
0: Right, right, right. Now, what was the reception from some of your closest castmates or family members? Oh, man,
1: you don't even want to know. All right, tell us. I won't even throw anybody under the bus, but uh, it was chilly overnight. This was like a week ago, two weeks ago. Um, Well, unfortunately, like, uh, I felt like on the first day, because I'm like fake choking her, I'm like throwing her in the back of the car. The reception from a lot of the production. Like, people behind the camera were like, yo, Will, oh, my God, you're amazing, bro. I'm like, are you sure? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, yo, bro. Um, but I felt like some of the females, man, were, like, kind of turning against me, believe it or not. I don't, wow. you know, I don't play a victim. I'm not playing a victim. I'm just saying what it is and how I looked and and how I was, the the, the eyes of certain women were looking at me differently, you know? And she had gotten, you know, unfortunately, she had gotten bruised on the arm and, you know, I said, okay, I'm sorry, I apologize, you know, and I tried working with her and I was like, hey, listen, let's try not throwing your body all the way down so I have to catch you because then that's me gripping you by an accident by heart. I don't need to do that. You know, help me, let's work together. Um, and that was, I think that was perceived as if I was like not taking blame, but you know, like, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, we're all working here. I'm bagging myself up on my shin, coming in and out of this car, you know, and you know, this is something that's going to happen. We're doing stunts, you know. Um. But I can't I can't sit here and pacify your feelings so much either. I'm, I'm only human. we're doing an acting scene. Um, you know, I'm there with my shirt off in the cold. they're grabbing her. they're throwing jackets on her and I'm just sitting here just looking at everybody and they're grabbing her head and They're like, are you okay And I'm like, oh man, you know, am I doing that good of a job that people feel like she's really like getting you know manhandled abused? and you know it, it, it was it was um for the most part 70% of the people there loved what I did, my stunt coordinator. Uh, Andreas, he he loved what I was doing. He understood what was going on, the character and how I was bringing the character to life. And, you know, he was amazed. He said, you know, it's, this is the beginning of a, he's uh, like, he's a, he, he's happy to be a part of a beginning of a, of a great road in my career. Um, but then you had that 30%, man, like 20%. And it was mostly females and, you know, just not looking at me, not giving me eye contact anymore. And kind of like, I found myself eating by myself at lunch i was like oh man i feel the i feel the vibe but you know who knows maybe i was just in my head i don't
0: know right 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 and how do you try not to let that get to you because there might be listeners that see that and say oh no i cannot be around this man he's too abusive no
1: no i'm oh god you guys don't even know man um first of all i've never i love women I have a daughter who's 15, so no, absolutely not. I'm one of the sweetest persons you'll ever meet in your life if you meet me in person. Um, no, it was just, it was acting, man. You know, I had to play this role. The director was guiding me into this character. Um, I had to do what I had to do, but I guess people, I guess it was so real, you know, this is not the people who are holding the cameras or holding the boons. These are like makeup artists. Well, not even the makeup artists, Like you know, the producer or whatever, you know, and just, you know, it was overnight. It was like 13, 14 hour overnight. So people were irritated by the time we get to the second, third day. So, you know, I get it. But um, no, you, you guys, you would love working with me. I have a great reputation working on set. You know, I love what I do. And I'm always checking in with my cast members and my co-stars. And I'm always asking, hey, are you okay? Is everything okay? And I'm being reassured that everything is okay. So, you know, but I just took it like, oh, you know, I saw like a certain change. Like I said, it was three overnights. People were tired. People were irritable. Some were irritated. You know, I'm sitting there. I'm taking a nap in between takes whenever I can in the car. You know, my director, Taban, she was amazing. She's like, hey, are you okay? I'm sorry that I'm, you know. And I'm like, no, don't be sorry. I'm here to work. I'm just taking a nap. You just wake me up whenever you can. I'm here to work. Tell me whenever, you know, just, you know, I don't want no issues. I, I want nothing but positive energy on this set. So whenever the way I handle it is if I see people acting a certain way towards me I just I go to my little corner I listen to my my music which is mostly dance music because I like to keep myself happy it's like 90s dance and 80s found music and stuff like that and, you know some sad Sun you know I just keep myself away from that 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 rough energy if I see somebody is in a, in, a, in a different light you know I just if I can talk to you and try to you know, work with you and make you feel better about it. Okay, cool. If I can, if I see that, you know what? No, you're just, you're stuck in this mode. Then, you know, I just, I go to my little corner and I do what I got to do because I'm not, I'm never trying to be the negative energy in the set,
0: you know? Right, 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 right. And what do you want to tell listeners where they can't get that image out of their heads about you, but they're used to seeing you laugh up the place, joke up the place and light up the room. And then again, as I said earlier, they see you like this and their opinion just can't change. What do you want to tell them?
1: I wonder, I wonder, Donovan, because this will be one of the, this will be one of the first, you know, I've, I've played a, a, I did a short film as a cop and there was kind of an antagonist there too. Listen guys, it's, it's, it, if, if I can make you feel that, then thank you because that means I did a good job. You know, if, if I can make you look at me different real quick and forget that I'm a comedian and look at me as that Turkish man, which is the character's name is Ali and you forget that I'm a comedian, then i'm sorry i have to embrace you and i have to thank you for that reaction because that means i did a great job and i appreciate it but don't forget i'm a comedian too (laughs)
0: Um, (laughs) now are there future projects that you are working on and i know you were in the picket lines and the strike hasn't ended yet
1: oh my god yes i know which we're fighting against ai right now they're trying to take us out um uh, as far as right now, we're still waiting for a lot of things to happen. I'm still waiting for footage to come out from like this uh pilot pitch I just did this year, bare minimum. Um, I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the works of writing uh with a couple of friends of mine is a film called Drinkers, which um you know, we'll talk more about that, Donovan. Uh, so I'm working on that. I'm working on finishing that script and trying to get that in the works. Um, film called Drinkers is about of a, a aesthetic man that returns to his uh, his neighborhood after a, a failed acting career or a stalled acting career. Um, so that's going to be a comedy dramedy. It's going to be it's going to be dope. It's going to be. Um, I love it because it's going to have a lot of um, what I love, which is, again, like me and you, 86 babies. So our, our, our two decades of 80s and 90s, we just had like an amazing, colorful two decades of just beautiful art form, music, Uh, comedy, you know. So it's going to be like a movie mixed with like some sketch comedy type of things inside the movie. It's going to be dope, you know. I just got to get it finished already. So I'm working on that. The Naranji film, I'm waiting for that to hit. It's going to hit the film festivals for 2024. So I'll get ready for that. And just for now, the Broadway comedy. I, I just got my residency with Broadway comedy, so I will pre- in twenty twenty four. Well, my next show is December twelfth, and then as of twenty twenty four, I will be doing weekly, um, weekly uh, bits up there. So you know that'll keep me busy for a while until this strike is over, which I'm hoping real soon because there's a lot of projects that are being held up because of this, you know. And I can't wait to get to back to work, you know
0: right 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 and what's your message to the actors what do you want to tell the SAG actors on the picket lines Uh, and you've uh, been on them listen to me stay strong
1: you know all 160,000 of you stay strong you know um like you know five percent of like out of all the SAG members only five percent are the ones that are living in mansions and don't have to audition for their roles the other 95 percent are people that are like you know we have to run out there. We have to audition. We have to work hard. We're working actors, stunt actors, stunt coordinators. You have your voiceover actors. So you guys stay strong. We're almost there. I think the last bit that we have to go over with these guys is the AI. So they don't replace us. And, and to keep the art form humanized and not and not become a, a robot and formulaic, you know. So, you know, you're doing it for art. You're doing it for the people. You're doing it for the... Because that's what we do. We provide a service for uh, mankind. So, stick with it, guys. We're almost there, and before you know, we'll be back on set and working, guys, and doing what we love.
0: All right, did you want to throw out your social media platforms? Yeah, for sure.
1: I appreciate that, Donovan. Um, yeah, you can find me at, at, at Willie Back says W I L L Y. BACKS as in Backs um you can find me there uh my name is William Gennario uh I'll be posting more of my comedy sets and acting reels uh from like short films that I've done independent films I've done and anything any other future projects just you know stick with it stick there follow me there um and I appreciate you guys man I appreciate anybody who supports this journey I, I really truly believe in in myself and what I do and I would love for you to be a part of that too as well
0: all right, all right. Any final things you would love to tell Met Radio Toronto? Oh, Met Radio Toronto, Matt. Thank you
1: for having me. Uh, I appreciate you very, very much. This was uh, an incredible experience. I'm, I'm excited. And for Toronto, man, I'm gonna come up there, guys. I'm gonna come check you guys out. I heard you a party sitting over there. So get ready. Willie Bass is coming up. All right.
0: The 86 babies. You know, we still run things, right? <laughs> We're
1: still good, baby. we still young, bro. You know? Although sometimes I bend down and now I'm starting to make noise every time I bend down. You know, that's that's, that's the age creeping up on me, bro.
0: Uh- And Drake's an '86 baby, so we're we all three of us have something in common. He's '86 too. Yeah, Drake. I didn't surprise you didn't know that Drake was an '86 baby. Yeah, we can go on for days and hours and hours of all the '1986 babies.
1: Well, anytime, (laughs) man, you hit me up, bro. I'll definitely jump on with you, man. You know that. You're you're an amazing, yeah, you're an amazing talk show host, man. Yeah, you're really good, bro. You really know how to have conversations, so.
0: All right. Okay, I thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. All right. From Met Radio, 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxie. I would love to thank actor and comedian. You can throw out your name again. William Gennario at Willie Backs Instagram. Thank you so much, and thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.